Coming up on episode 77 of the podcast, we're going to evaluate the new NBA schedule. We're also going to discuss Cam Newton signing a one-year deal with the New England Patriots. There's two things that work against Cam. Remember that the Panthers, for whatever reason, did him a huge disservice by releasing him after most of the teams in the NFL already had their quarterback situations figured out. And then, obviously, Corona hit. So... We all know that Cam has physical issues, and he hasn't even passed the physical yet. So for these teams, it's certainly a risk. For the Patriots, the Patriots did what the Patriots do. They waited for everybody else to not make a move, and they got a guy. They're basically not. They are paying minimum for Cam Newton. I don't care what you think about Cam. That's a steal. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast. The ultimate sports talk podcast. I want to welcome everybody to the new Channel Sports Podcast. I am your host. My name is Oenyi. I am also joined by three other fellas on the podcast. What is the deal, Chris? How are you doing today? Hey, what's good? Let's get to it. Lo, what's the deal, man? What up, what up? Coming down. Let's go. Let's do it. And the man we all love to hate. Don't know why you're wearing that Laker gear, but it's all good. What's going down, Trey? It's showtime. That's why. You know the deal. Oh my gosh. But I got to give a shout out to Laker Nation. And you're going to give a shout out to Laker Nation soon. If they win a Cowboy Nation. Oh, if they win a title, I can give a shout out to Laker Nation. <laughs> did y'all hear that? Did you look like a little kid. I wish y'all could see that. <laughs> wow. That's impressive. Appreciate that. Did you give your shout out? Did you? Did yeah, you shout it? out to Laker okay. Nation. That's first always. Okay. You know, okay. Cowboy Nation. Okay. You know how we do it. Yeah, man. Shout out, man. We, we back. Go Cowboys. All right. Oh, Let, let's hear it, Alex. Let, let's hear it. <laughs> let's hear it. Go Texans. How about that? <laughs> all right. So let's get right into it. Chris's favorite. Is your favorite quarterback of all time? Number one. Number one? Okay. Nine he's close. lying. Okay. I didn't say he's the best quarterback. Of he's all your time. favorite quarterback of all time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll see. Well, anyway, a couple of podcasts ago, Chris said whatever team that this young man goes to, he's going to start ripping that team. So I guess Cam Newton signs a, um incentive-laden one-year deal with the New England Patriots. This deal could be up to about $7.5 million, but the guaranteed amount, I think, is about $1.05. So ugh, he, he gets guaranteed $1.05, but I don't know what the incentives are. In order for him to get to that seven point five million, Chris, I guess I'll start with you, man. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, Trey, I'm gonna take this from you. All right, I'm gonna borrow from you. We back. <laughs> <laughs> we here. So, if you were listening a couple podcasts ago, I gave y'all a, a visual of a thirsty dude in the club. But you know, you see that thirsty dude in the club every now and then, some good happen, and that's what happened to me. Hey, Patriots Nation, you got a new, you got a new fan. Cam Newton is here, baby. Superman and Patriots Nation. Are you serious? Are y'all serious? We back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with myself right now. I'll tell you I really what, don't. I, I, didn't, I didn't see it coming, man. I, I didn't see it coming. Bill Belichick and Cam Newton. That, that's going to be an interesting relationship. It was. I, all I got to say is, I don't know. I thought it was a great idea. I thought it was, it was a perfect fit. See, I didn't tell you, but. So, so Trey did um, say that that was going to happen. 
the trailer. On the last podcast. We got the inside scoop. If you didn't hear it. <laughs> got the inside scoop. If, if not, you, don't you will. Know. <laughs> well, not everybody's really, you know, not that they're not okay with the deal, but as far as what he got out of the deal. Um, Richard Sherman on Twitter said, how many former league MVPs have had to sign for the minimum asking for a friend? Just ridiculous. A transit, transcendent ta- talent and less talented quarterbacks are getting $15, $16 million a year. Disgusting. That was his um, response on Twitter. These are just some of the quarterbacks that are getting paid more than, um, I guess I'll call him Colin Kaepernick, getting paid more than Cam <laughs> and Newton. And him too. <laughs> yeah, and him too. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, he's getting at least $8 million in 2020. Tyson Hill, he's getting he's the highest paid um, backup in the oh, league. Oh, for the Saints. For the Saints, Taysom, yes. Yeah. Taysom. 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 Taysom Hill. Yeah, yeah. Taysom Hill. He's getting about ten point five million annually. Nick Foles is going to make, make about eight million in twenty twenty. Mm. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Marcus Mariota are going to make about the same. So I don't know, man. I mean, to address Sherman's point, mm-hmm. it's twofold. One, he's right when it comes to the amount of money; it's ridiculous. But it's two things that work against Cam. Remember that the Panthers, for whatever reason, did him a huge disservice by releasing him. After most of the teams in NFL already had their quarterback situations figured out. And then obviously Corona hit. So we all know that Cam has physical issues and he hasn't even passed the physical yet. So for these teams, it's a certainly a risk for the Patriots. The Patriots did what the Patriots do. They waited for everybody else to not make a move and they got a guy. They're basically not, they are paying minimum for Cam Newton. I don't care what you think about Cam. That's a steal. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I think, I think the Patriots did themselves a disservice because I think he will excel and people equate this to and I heard this today as well equate this to what Darrell Reeves did when he went to the Patriots if you go to the Patriots win some games now it's fair market value right if no one signed you this long and we're going to training camp less than a month away it's what is the market paying you so why Dak Prescott got the money he got that's why uh Carson Wentz and Jared Goff got the money they got it's just what the fair market value is at this time and right now if nobody wants you what are you going to take you gonna sit out, or you want to take this money and 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 show what you got? And next year, I mean, if he balls out, I think that'll be a good. He'll stay a good, remain a good fit. Bill Belichick called him. Um, what I can't remember the exact name he said, but he said he was the toughest quarterback for them to defend against. Um, and he's he's had success against the Patriots. And for Belichick to say that prior to him ever becoming a, he didn't say it once we signed him. They have him on tape saying this years ago, where he's like, he's the ultimate weapon. Like we, it's hard for us to defend him. And now if he goes and shows out and he's in New England for another two, three, four years, they're going to have to pay him. So I think it's up to Cam now. Yeah, I, I by, no, by all means don't think it's a long-term thing uh, for the Patriots or Cam. Um, you know, he definitely needs to have a big year this year. Um, but I think, I think it's a very, very good fit. I think it's a great fit for these guys. I do have a couple of concerns because now you're entering a team that has questionable weapons. Right. They have no weapons. No weapons. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he's shown that he's been able to, he can, he can take a team, you know, pretty far without weapons. Um, but one of my biggest gripes, and I think I've said this before, I think Richard Sherman makes a huge point, but Chris, you make a great point as well in terms of the timing and Carolina doing Cam Newton a disservice. But one of my biggest gripes is how does a guy like Chase Daniel, mm. how does Chase Daniel make more money? Than Cam Damn Newton. How like, does that happen? I like that. Right? Mm-hmm. I like this dude. How does that happen? I like Cam. Yeah. 
probably not as much as you do. Yeah, you know, you're 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 the go to fans when it comes to Cam, but I love Cam. Yeah. But this this is this is ridiculous, man. But like you said, Trey, I mean, this is market value right now uh, for Cam Newton. So. I think they could have gave him a little bit more guaranteed money. I mean, seven and a half, one million, $1 million guaranteed. Yeah, one point zero five million guaranteed. Yes, See, the thing is, though, at least for me, and Trey alluded to this, Cam's really betting on himself, right? That's it. He's betting on himself. And then the second thing that's part of it is, I wouldn't say that no other team wanted him. Cam could have waited a little bit and possibly got more money. But if you're Cam, why not go start with Belichick and that writes your check for you? You feel me? That's I think it was a great decision for him. I would ask for a little bit of more money, but at the same time, I think what the deal was is if I'm Cam, I'd go to them saying, "If you're going to pay me the minimum, I'll be here for a year, year, and you can't franchise me, franchise tag me." If that's not in the deal, it's a horrible deal for him. <laughs> if he didn't get that part of it, then his agent needs to be fired. That has to be built in where if he has a great year, the Patriots can't franchise it, franchise. But tag if him. they if they franchise him, he's going to get thirty million dollars. No, but he's thirty. He'll be thirty-two at that point. I want the I want the guaranteed money. And with his injury history, nah, no, yeah, that that's, makes no and that's sense. the other thing. But I mean, with when you talk about Nikhil Harry, Julian Edelman, I mean, those are I mean, just those two alone. I mean, at the same time, I don't know that he's had other than Christian McCaffrey coming out of the backfield. I don't know that he's had two wideouts that he could rely on the way he's going to be able to rely on those guys. I'm just being honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also going to have to make sure that and Muhammad Sanu. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's going to have to make sure that he um, plays a different type of football. So I want to see what Josh McDaniels comes up with because right now, Cam Newton and Tom Brady, they couldn't be – they're polar opposites uh, on on their, on their the talent, is, is the talent playing the quarterback position. Cam Newton is one of those people. I, I, it's going to be interesting seeing the Patriots play that type of football see, or if they're going to try to make Cam do what Brady did, and I don't think Cam no, has that in. Bel- Belichick ain't that dumb, but the, the good news for – Cam is, when you look at that 2015 team, they were built on really good defense, and he had two running backs that were solid. That's what New yeah. England has. Yeah. And Cam has, for the first time in his career, at least since even 2015, his offensive line was shaky, a really good offensive yeah. line. I think they're. I think they're going to be. I think they'll be pretty dangerous. That's to me. If he was going to go someplace, that's better than going to San Diego. Just being honest with you, yeah. that was a perfect landing spot for him. I mean, yeah, LA. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that, I think that was the perfect landing spot. Yeah, yeah, it was the perfect landing spot for him, and I'm I'm happy for him. I'm really happy for him. He's going to get the notoriety. He's yeah. going to get the the nationally televised games. He's going to get a chance to show out, and it's. I mean, he's not going to get the disrespect. I think he got in Carolina. I think they're going to be under a little scrutiny because of things that are going on with him uh, in the in the news and everything. But all eyes. I mean, the whole focus. And the NFC East has shifted down. I mean, it was strictly Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. And now, I don't know. That's you know, you know the best part about all of this? So you have Cam Newton, you have Mahomes, you have Lamar Jackson, you got Deshaun Watson. They're all going to play each other this season. Yo, oh, to yeah, me, I, that's beautiful. I right. mean, the AFC, as far as with black quarterbacks, this is gold. It truly is. Like, There's going to be great games everywhere. And I ain't going to lie to y'all. When Cam Newton plays Deshaun Watson... I'm going to have a Cam jersey on. Just letting y'all know. <laughs> wow. Now, this is going to be huge for the Patriots. Now, if you look at what they've done in building their team for this year, you can tell it's going to be a run-oriented team. Now, they also have Marcus, uh, Marquise Lee. Marquise Lee, yeah. yeah. So, they have him, too. Now, they drafted uh, Dear, uh, two tight ends. Yeah, so they yeah. drafted two rookie tight ends. 
Um, their run game was iffy last year. I think it was below mediocre. They were ranked, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. They'll be back. Yeah, they were 18th last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But I look at them getting the ball out of his hands, a lot of RPOs. Um, it'll be definitely, you know, heavy run based, you know, and keep them up right. And big key, you know, is that is that is a is a really strong offensive line. So I think it'll be good to go. But it'll be a heavy run based team next year. I think. What's messed up is I've had some friends um, that live in the Boston area. When they lost time, they're like, if he doesn't want to be here, let him go. They're real cocky, right? Like, let him go, let him go. We're gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right. I'm like, no, y'all ain't gonna be all right. <laughs> and then today happens. They're like, see, we told you be. I'm like, damn. I mean, <laughs> like of all the people it could have happened to, but it's gonna be a, it's 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 gonna be a culture shock. For them, when I say culture shock, I'm talking about the type of football New England is used to playing. Right. Like they've not, I mean, Jacoby mm. Brissett lasted there for what, six or seven games and see ya. I mean, like he was gone, but this is going to be completely different. Cam's attitude, his personality, his, his cockiness, his arrogance, all the stuff that people, one of the reasons you probably find, I mean, I think people like Cam Newton yeah. and that's part of it. That's not, that's the exact opposite of Tom Brady. His attire. Oh yeah. Everything. Gosh. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, they're gonna be in for that for real, for real. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a culture shock for them. But I'm 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 very I'm ex, I'm very excited for him. I haven't been a huge fan of his. I've supported him, never knocked him that bad. But he's uh, I'm happy for him. I'm rooting for him. I am too. Uh, the only other team that really had interest that I heard of were the uh, the Cleveland Browns, which makes no sense at all. But they had interest in signing Cam. Um, I don't know how that will work out. But I am very very interested to see the dynamic between Cam Newton and Bill Belichick. I I know there's going to be a moment or a game where they're going to bump heads. I just, that's how I feel. I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to derail everything, but there's going to be a moment where Cam is going to be like, oh, man, I want to do this this way, but Bill wants to do it this way. I forgot the name of the office coordinator. Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels is going to want, want to do one thing another way. Even Tom Brady butted heads with them a couple of times as well. You know what this reminds me of? And I mean to cut you off, Chris, but this reminds me of Dennis Rodman going to the Chicago Bulls. Not I mean, Dennis Rodman was a lot more eccentric than uh, Cam Newton is, but, but the attitude and the difference in cultures compared to both of them, mm-hmm. that's what this reminds me of. And you got a strong leadership, a strong organization, somebody who's all about winning, like the Bulls were before Dennis Rodman got there. Like, look, man, do you. But when it's time to come here and strap up and play and, and put these pads on in between these lines, we need you to be follow the Patriots way. And after this, just do your job, right? That's all mm-hmm. they want him to do is just do his job. And if he has a chance to do that, I think we're going to be talking about, like, how did the rest of these people miss out on him? And that's why I think he will stay in New England after that. What better place for you to go and try and finish your career yeah. when knowing you're going to be in contention for a championship all the time? I mean, mm-hmm. all the time. The Vegas odds already changed. I mean, changed instantly, just like that. They went, they're picked to tie. I mean, so they're picked. The odds for them to win the division is the same as it is for um, the Bills. And I think they went from like 20 to 1 to like some crazy number of odds to be able to even get to the Super Bowl now, which is. Which is crazy, man. I think they the the Patriots won. They won, and he has an opportunity to be a, to be a starter. They say it's a competition. It's not a competition. It's not a competition. There was no other place he was going to be able to go and truly, truly compete for a starting position. Nobody was really going to give him that chance. So he took that money, bet on himself, and I think he's going to win. I like the Dennis Rodman comparison, particularly when you think about Rodman already had a a good career prior to exactly, that. Exactly, and right. it's the same thing for same Cam. Thing. And the good thing for him is when they ask him about Brady, he's not going to care. He's right. like, I'm Cam. I'm, right. Cam. I'm not yeah, Brady. Right. I don't know how another quarterback would have handled that. But let's not forget, Josh McDaniels is the guy who drafted Tim Tebow. He coached Tim Tebow in his first season there. So it's not like he has no experience dealing with RPOs, and we can't compare the talent of Tim Tebow to Cam Newton. I think they'll be fine. That's my point. Josh McDaniels is a great offensive coordinator, so I know they'll be, they'll be just fine. Okay. Yeah. 
is Bill Belichick capable of change? And what I mean by that is, is the attitude, right? Because you, you already know how stoic he is. Wouldn't it be interesting to see him and Cab Newton buddy-buddy and having a great relationship and laughing and smiling? Do you think that's something that can happen? Yeah. I think it will. I Absolutely. think he's going to do it on purpose. Yeah. I mean, I'm just hoping it's not fabricated and I hope it's genuine mm-hmm. because I think he's going to do that on purpose. Yeah. I, th- I think he has I think he has to do that on purpose. I agree. Yeah. I've seen Bill Belichick on other like little shows where he's interacting with I want to say Payne Manning and other people that way. And he's his sense of humor kind of caught me off guard when I saw him have a sense. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you have a sense of humor? Yeah. But he is he's actually pretty, you know, um sociable when he wants to be. I like you alluded to earlier though, he's all about winning. Absolutely. That's what he wants to do. That's going to come first. And then if Cam Newton's winning, then I can very much see him be, being buddy-buddy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So who do you think is under mo- the most pressure to win right now? Cam Newton with his new team or Tom Brady with his new team in Tampa Bay? It's got to be Tom Brady because time is ultimately that pressure. So it's got to be Tom Brady because ultimately, if the Patriots didn't win the division this season – People just say, well, it's the first year Brady left. It wouldn't be that much pressure because Belichick can, even though he's an older coach, he can coach for the next 10 years. But if Brady has one bad year, that could be it. So as far as pressure, it's got to be Brady. Yeah, I, I think it's on Brady too. But when the the Patriot the Patriots, I, can't, I don't even know how to say Tom Brady playing for another team yet <laughs> all, without messing up. But the Patriots signed Jason Pierre-Paul, right? They signed Indomitian Sue. On, on a defense that was not very good, but that was put in some bad situations last year, thanks to James Winston. Now, their defense has gotten better. So I think Tom Brady has a lot of pressure on him, but his pressure is just don't mess this up. You know what I mean? Like, don't look like you're 42 years old. Like, all, if he comes out there and he plays the way Tom Brady knows how to play, I think that's all the pressure that's on him. Cam has the most pressure when it comes to having to earn another chance because if Cam comes and is a bust, all the other teams are going to be like, see, that's why we didn't sign him. Mm-hmm. And then he will be here this time next summer trying to figure out why no one signed Cam Newton and Colin Kaepernick all over again. Yeah, yeah. So, But to, to win and to win now, I think Brady has the most pressure because he's given he's got all the pieces. He has arguably the best wide receiving core in football. He's got a, a defense that's much better. He's got Bruce Arians, who's a coach that's going to be – who is, is perfect – for him and his learning ability and or his learning style and I, he ha, it's Super Bowl or bust for them to be honest with you. Or I, okay, NFC Championship game or bust for them. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. I disagree. I think the most pressure is on Cam. Um, Tom Brady has already accomplished winning six Super Bowls. He's already the goat. He's already Hall of Fame bound. So for me. No matter what happens this year, they can go 0-16, and, and the only blemish is, okay, well, you couldn't win without Bill Belichick. That's an ego thing, though, because at the end of the day, he still accomplished a lot. Cam, now we're talking about career trajectory, because if he doesn't succeed this year, now you're looking at possibly a future of a backup quarterback. Between the injuries, um, not playing very much over the last couple of years, um, and then the switching of teams and the coronavirus, you're looking at a possibility of, look, this is your last one, your one and your one and only chance right here. Okay. So the most pressure is on Cam. Cam's got to win so that he can get that next contract, uh, the following year. So he can be in a much better long term situation. Yeah. I kind of agree with you too with, with that one. This is barely though, barely though, but I do think that the most pressure is on Cam. If he does not show out this year, who knows if he'll get another chance in the league? Um, do England did give him that chance? I do believe there's a lot of pressure on Tom Brady as well. He has all those weapons around him. He was brought specifically to Tampa Bay to win. There was no 
0-16, like you mentioned. If he goes 0-16, they're going to be like, well, you're pretty much done. You're washed up. But I do think the most pressure is on Cam Newton because this is his last chance to really um, kind of, you know, cement his legacy. Yep. You know, he was the MVP of the league at one point. Some people don't even, you know, acknowledge that right now because he was, he had injuries and he kind of fell off in Carolina. But I think this is his chance right here, right now to do something. If he doesn't do anything right here, right now, he might be out the league, honestly. Well, I put it like this. When you say he has to do something, what does that mean? He if has to be go, successful. He has to be so paid. let's say they go seven and nine, mm-hmm. but he throws for 4,000 yards, has 32 touchdowns and let's say double digit interceptions. So he has 15 interceptions. That's not a bad year, bro. Well, it's, no, it's, no, not, no. it's not a no. bad year, but when you put the combination of him and Bill Belichick being together on the same team, if he really, you know, calls himself one of the elite quarterbacks, I think they have to at least make the playoffs. Now he can do all that and then they don't make the playoffs or they go semi like you said. I still think it will be a disappointing season for him. I really do. I think that he has everything if he can prove to NFL owners because Ron Rivera and him had a special relationship, which is the reason I'm shocked he's not in Washington. I'm like, I'm shocked. But if he can prove to NFL owners that he can get along with arguably or possibly one of the toughest people to play for in the NFL and he can buy into the Patriots way, he can buy into anybody's way. And so I think even if they go eight and eight or seven and nine, even with all the stuff that's going on, I think people would be like, oh, damn, okay, okay. So maybe he doesn't get a $30 million deal, but him getting another $20, 25000000 million deal, it's if he's able to help them. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna. Yeah, be fine. And, and to me, that's he, that's my point. If yeah. he stays healthy, he yeah, if he stay stays healthy. healthy though, and he does that, I don't see them going seven and nine or eight or eight. Honestly, that's. I think they go to the playoffs. They've got. A if he, no, I, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I see them going to the playoffs, and then agree with Chris. Even if they go seven and nine, I think as long as you see a Cam that put up stats, I think he's still setting himself up for a good situation next year. Yeah. Um, but I, I do see them winning more than seven games next year. But I think what we fail to realize is the Patriots, Tom Brady is, I mean, he had, when he had Randy Moss, it was a little bit different. Um, Nikhil Harry's pretty good. Element's pretty good, but I don't, Tom Brady's not going to be that guy who's going to, I mean, he was never really that guy who was going to put up, you know, 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns every year. Tom Brady was fairly pedestrian at times with the way that they play. He's a lot of check down, dumping into the running back. I mean, they're running backs with the people with the most catches on their team other than Edelman. Yeah. So I think it's a little, I think it'll be a little bit different. But one thing we have to realize is there, there probably won't be a preseason. Um, and they've got the Seahawks, the Raiders, the Chiefs, the 49ers, the Bills twice, obviously, the Ravens, the Texans. The Cardinals, who people are going to sleep on them, we'll talk about them later. The Rams, they they don't have the easiest schedule. Oh, they're That's playing NFC West. Yeah, they've got a, they've got a Ooh. tough schedule. That's so tough. I don't think the playoffs is guaranteed. But then again, you're looking at that schedule, and the Jets team is getting better. But like I think if you the Jets, them just watch. Just we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Just watch. But uh, yeah, no, think, you own you own someone. Yeah, Jets. they yeah. had promise. Uh, uh, yeah, not to go into them. I would say they may before Cam. Everybody was saying that the Bills had the best quarterback in the division. Oh, I absolutely. thought the Jets had the best quarterback yeah. in the division, but now Cam's there, so yeah, it's, I, I, I'm excited. Yeah. But like, again, I hope they make the playoffs. But I mean, Big Ben's back, um, mm-hmm. and I mean, they're you'll get two out of that division easily. Um, you get two out of the South. I'm sorry, two out of the South probably. The, the Texans, South? yeah, the Texans, Texans and Colts. I don't know, man. Oh, oh the Titans. The Titans and Texans, like you'll get two out of there. You get, I mean, it's gonna be tough. Just trust, mm. it's gonna be tough. We'll talk about that some other time, but it's gonna be tough. Mm. All right. So going back to the Cam and uh, Brady, and Tampa Bay and uh, New England, who who wins more games? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, or the Carolina Panthers? Also, Tampa Bay. I believe Barely. so too. I I think so too. Wow. Yeah. No, I think so. Tampa Bay. 
It won't be close. But if Cam if Cam has a good year, they're going to the playoffs. Period. There's no way they're going to be seven and nine, eight and eight. Before I find out they're going against the NFC West, I would agree with you. <laughs> the NFC West is brutal, man. Yeah. Things change from year to year, though. What what scene? We talked to the, the Texans had a brutal schedule last year, and they were able to true to to true to pull out some wins. They beat Kansas City, and we thought that was never. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what happens the first game of the season. We shall see. All right, so NBA schedule is out. And we have, uh, we still have a start July 30th of the NBA schedule. A um, couple of things I want to try to get out and open here. Um, have you guys looked at the schedule at all to see the games or mm-hmm. anything? No? Yes? Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of games every day. Every day. Seven games, at least. Not at least. But there's uh, six games a day. To, I think it's up to seven. midnight. Yeah. 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 That's going to be. And the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the Suns and the Wizards are not on national TV one time. <laughs> They don't, deserve, they don't deserve to be on national TV. <laughs> not one game? Not one? Nobody wants to see the Suns of the Wizards. Nobody wants to see the Suns of the Wizards. Nobody wants to see them. Nobody wants to see Is John Wall back? <laughs> Sorry, fans. Is he? I don't think so. If he's not back, I definitely don't want to see the Wizards. I, don't, I mean, I know Bradley Bill is good, but no, bro. I can't. I don't know why you said that. <laughs> that just, when I saw that, when I noticed that on the script, that was messed up. Yeah, so um, what... So, what games are you guys most interested in seeing in the schedule? I am very interested in seeing the Clippers and the Lakers on opening day. Of course, opening day or the opening restart. I'm very interested to see that. Um, Which will decide if the Clippers have a chance to overtake the Lakers for the first seed, by the way. You think that first game will determine that? Well, it will help. It will because help. they're five and a half games bad. Lakers match numbers three. They got to right. win three out of eight games and they clinch. So that game is crucial. If they mm-hmm. win that game, if they lose it, it's okay. But if they win that game, six and a half with seven to play, it's over. It's over. Yeah, it's over. And I'm very interested to see pretty much all the Rockets games myself. I want to see where they're at. I want to see if this small ball is really going to cause some problems for other teams. Like I'm hearing some of the people say, I'm also interested to see. Memphis and, and New Orleans. Exactly. Yeah. That's going to be the game right there. If if New Orleans can win that game, then they have a, a really good shot of overtaking that eighth seed. I don't think they're going to do it, though. Too many. That's a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to take it. Remember, they only got to get within four. So they're not going to necessarily overtake it. That's they true. just yeah, got to get to the playoffs. Yeah, but there's three teams tied with them if yeah, they yeah. have games out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're that's saying true. if they lose it, they're done. Yeah, I mean, oh. oh, no, not that they're done, but I mean, you got to worry about harder. Portland. You got to worry about Portland. Portland also, bro, y'all keep bringing in Portland, man. I'm just saying they're three and a half worry about them. I'm not worried about Portland, bro. I'm telling you, listen to me. I'm tired of hearing about Portland. Let me tell you something. There's two teams in this, other than the top, other than the Lakers, Bucks, and Clippers and Celtics. I'll give you the top two in each division. Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, Celtics. Other than that, there's two teams that you have to worry about in these playoffs. One, because they're getting back some Zach Collins and Nurkic. I'm telling you right now, Portland's going to be very, very good. I, I agree with you. And the other team is those sorry-ass Houston Rockets. <laughs> Something, something's wrong with you, bro. <laughs> that's that's what Look, you got to worry about. Um, I'm just, I'm being honest with you. I'm trying really, 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 really hard not to get on. He's a rocking bandwagon. I'm get really, on. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm trying not to. I've been um, telling you that I for have three to weeks, see too. it first let, before I believe any of that. Let me, let me, because a lot of people are on that bandwagon. I'm telling honestly. you, I'm not. I, I told I, you already. I told you before. I, let, let me go and cool that bandwagon down. It's like I'm the same time you saw all of a sudden. But it's, there's one reason why I'm not going to be on the bandwagon. The one thing, remember, they've been out of play for almost two and a half months, almost three months now. Let's say two and a half months. Yeah. The one thing you lose during that time 
what normally takes a little while to come back is that three-point shot. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Rockets live on. The team I think that's getting slept on, and they're cool with it, are the 76ers. 76ers had two problems in the regular season. They don't shoot threes. That's all good with me. It doesn't matter. And to uh, Trey's point, the road. There is no road. At home, the 76ers were unbeatable. The problem is Embiid don't like sleeping on the road. We know he don't (laughs) sleep. That's the problem. We know he's out there. So I think the 76ers are the team that's getting slept on uh, because they don't need the three. While all the other teams are trying to find the range, the 76ers are going to do what they do. They score in the paint. And they're back. I mean, it helps them because they had injuries and everybody's healthy now. I think the 76ers is a team getting slept on. The one team that's not getting slept on, the Portland Trailblazers. Mark my word. They are not going to make the playoffs. Well, to your point, to your point, the Portland does have um, one of the hardest schedules yeah. going into the eight games. Um, we look at the easiest road the, the, to the schedules, um, the Pelicans, the 76ers, the Kings, the Nets, the Celtics, and the Clippers. They have the easiest schedule based off of winning percentage. And the hardest schedules will be the Raptors, the Heat, the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Trailblazers, and the Grizzlies, based off of winning percentage. But, and, and that's and, and that's partly due to the NBA, to be quite honest with you. So right. if anybody has anything to blame, it's the NBA and how they did the schedules to begin with. And COVID, H- had they known? Well, not, well, I, no, well, I'm just saying. Well, COVID has something to do with it. But the, who those teams had already played? Right, right, right. They, they front loaded that Pelican schedule. It was not cool. Right. I mean, the Pelicans were going to be on TV. It seemed like every night at the beginning of the year because they thought Zion was going to be there. He wasn't. So now they got all those tough games out of the way. So actually, percentage wise, their schedule's harder now yes, than it would have been then, if COVID. Right, yeah. right, right. And the Lakers' schedule's harder now than what it would because their schedule too was front loaded because they wanted them on all these national TV games. So mm-hmm. that, and it wasn't something they did for this. It was just a most fair way for them to do it. Yep. But with Nurkic and Zach Collins back, think about where Portland's at with the injuries that they had as a team. And Nur- it was competitive. Ariza's not there, right? No, I think that's going to hurt. Yeah, it's going to hurt, hurt. Yeah. hurt a little that, bit. That's going to hurt a little bit. That will hurt a little bit, but I think I think they're going to be out. I mean, I'm, I mean we'll the, see. The, the reason that them and the Rockets scare, scare the mess out of me is because when you get back to this, it reminds me of just like – the first couple games of the season where the good teams aren't don't really, really look that good. But when you got somebody who can create their own shots, somebody who can get to the baskets, people can make some free throws and can get hot at any time, you only gotta win eight games. If you go six and two, seven and one or six and two in a stretch, and the Rockets have shown that they can do that with the small ball strategy, so have the seven um the seventy six. The Blazers, I think that's the problem. And I, I think I guess that, let me ask you all this then. When you okay, so let's say the Blazers make the playoffs, which I've I've been on record from the jump saying they're not gonna make it. But let's say they do. And they play the only reasonable – they're going to have to play the Lakers or the Clippers. They're not beating either one of those teams. So when we say watch out for them, what do you mean watch out? They may make the playoffs? That can't be the goal, they right? Could, they, they, if they make it, if they, are you saying they can beat the mighty Los Angeles I think, Lakers? I think the Trailblazers in the series with this short of a season, this much time to prepare, they give the Lakers fits when they're without Nurkic and Collins. The, they just, the Lakers don't match up well with them. Wow, they don't. Which is the same reason I told you the Lakers don't match up well. They don't match up well. With the Rockets, and they also match up very well with the Grizzlies. I'm just being honest with you, mm. and I just I, that's just not how we're built. And missing our best defender because he doesn't want to go like that that hurts. Like that, I'm, and that makes me nervous. I it do really think matchups is a big but part of it. Jr. today, I did. I, I love that, right. I love that mm. signing. I love that signing. Oh, Jr. is back. He's back. Oh God, but I do think matchups is a big part of it. Um, when you talk about the Rockets and the Trailblazers, they do have a lot of experience. They do have a lot of playoff experience as well. They know each other pretty well. So I, I those teams, I'm not going to take it as far as saying they're a favor or anything like that. But those two teams, if they get it clicking, they're scary based on the way everything is put together. You have eight games. 
They get off to a hot start. Who knows what can happen? And I think those are two teams that I can look at having those hot starts for, for I think I think ultimately for me is I just don't fear Damian Lillard. Like even when he's the highest, I try not to bring up. No, but it's real. But it's real. Like I'm a Rockets fan should fear him. I mean, what that's first round series. I don't care about that. The 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 thing is, what has he done? Like he's hit two first round game winners that were epic. But after that, it's like eh. You want to give me his stat line for playoffs? What part of Damian Lillard? Like, do you think he's going to win a championship? Okay, no, not no, so no, always it's, not just about Damian Lillard though. It's that ba- the, the Rockets backcourt and the Portland Trailers backcourt might be the best backcourts in the Western Conference. Disagree. So well, I think the, so. When we're talking about getting up and down the field, I, not field, the court. I think that that backcourt, based on the the two additions coming off injury, is going to be huge for Portland Trailblazers. And you talk about the chemistry they already built, the experience they went to the Western Conference Finals last and year and got swept. That's fine without but they, Kevin but Durant, and we're up double the digits in every game. Lost, the I do not fear that team. The Golden State without Kevin Durant. One game, no player. One game. You know it's one game. Here's my here's my conspiracy. I think I think it's a setup for Portland to fail. Because they were the only team that voted against this thing, so they gave the <laughs> but the Blazers and the Blazers, but with the Blazers schedule, if they can beat, if they beat, they play New Orleans. I want to say they, I, I believe they play the Pelicans. They beat the Pelicans. They're in. I mean, like they, it's that that race for ninth is basically because. And what people don't realize, it's not going to really hurt them. Getting those two extra games, that's going to help them. That's going to help them gain more chemistry because other teams are going to be off. Other teams are going to play eight games and wait. Until the middle of August to be able to play. These two teams that get eighth and ninth are going to get two more games to play each other. Not a week's worth of rest. And they're going to play two out of three or the, or the first team to win two games. And it's over with. What, what do you think? Who do you think the format um, benefits the most? Veterans or younger players? Defensive teams. Mm. <laughs> I, think it, I think it just I in general. Okay. Uh, that's why I think the Clippers are dangerous. Um, a team like Philadelphia could be dangerous. Um, but I think when you get people like, the Celtics, who've got they got Jalen Brown, they've got Jason Tatum, they've got Gordon Hayward, they've got Kimba Walker. All those guys can do everything. You know what I mean? They yeah. they, they can do everything. There's not teams out there that have that. Yeah. There's not people that have that many players that could do that. And B can beat people that are guarding him off the dribble and get to the basket. Yeah. Um, the Sixers, Ben Simmons, no one's going to stop him from getting to the basket. Hell, he won't let anybody stop him from getting to the basket. He's not going to shoot the other <laughs> way. <laughs> but, I mean, like, when you got players that can do that, and especially the younger ones with these legs, they're going to get out. It's whoever gets out to the quickest start. Whoever can get out to the absolute quickest start is the people that, that are going to win. And you're talking about a five-game series? Right? The first round is five games? No, it's all seven. I think they're all seven. seven. Okay, all I seven. thought it was yeah. five games. If but it was five, it would be a different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a little different. I'm being serious. But it's a sprint, man. I'm telling you, it's just a quick sprint. And I think I, I think the younger teams will benefit from it. I think we're going to be shocked at some of how these old teams look when they come out. Oh, no. I, I'm no, not going to be shocked I, at all. I agree with that. I well, who are the old teams, though? Well, there's only I, one I, old I, team. I'm really just some older players. I don't, okay. I don't really think it's going to be – I don't think there's really an old the Lakers team. Are, the Lakers are older. are older. The Spurs are old. Older. No, this – does anyone think the Spurs are meant to play no, off? No, okay. I don't. They're so not it's far <laughs> off. I'm telling you, that I wouldn't, they're not far off. And like I said, LaMarcus Aldridge is not playing in that series. He's hurt, so he'll be out. Oh, he's out? Yeah, he's out. Oh, oh they're, well. why are we talking about them? You know, Trey likes San Antonio. <laughs> okay. Okay. Trey loves San Antonio. I can't stand San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Guys. Um, uh, before you do that, oh, go ahead, go I have to go say ahead. one thing. Well, go ahead. You know what's so wild, bro? What's that? Y'all know the Patriots got dinged oh, yesterday. Yeah. 
And oh, nobody's yeah, talking yeah. about that. You know what's funny? They lost a draft pick. It, it always happens. Oh, the this Patriots was perfect timing. It was perfect timing. Yeah. It was perfect timing. I just find that wild that we just, everybody's just like, Cam's there. And we just forget, mm-hmm. yo, they got dinged for cheating. Nobody they they knew that. this was coming out. Yeah. And, and and the sanctions were pretty bad. I mean, to be honest with you, what they, their penalties are pretty bad. Yeah. And they're like, oh, but we signed Cam Newton. Right. No so one's going to talk about that. What if Cam Newton wasn't available? They'll sign Colin Kaepernick. They would have done something. (laughs) (laughs) See, I think I think the whole point, I think one of the reasons they signed Cam, he plays well and then he leaves the following year for free agency. You get a comp pick. So Mm. they're probably gonna make that pick back up the following year. So they lose a third round. Yeah, right. They they, they know how to get they know what they're doing. Yeah, Bill's he's a he's a genius, man. Say what you want. Oh yeah, he's definitely a genius. That's anyway. Anything else before before I dip the show? No. Good, man. You want to give a shout to Texas Nation real quick? Before we, before we <laughs> Negative. All right. <laughs> if this is your first time. This ain't Side Piece Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I just think a chicken when you say that. Oh, <laughs> I just see a bucket of KFC in front of me. Side Piece Sunday. Okay. Um, anyway, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, please, please subscribe. Um, you can follow us on, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, you can follow us on uh, our our um, website. That's newchannelsports.net. And that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. Or you can follow us on Podbean. And that's newchannelsports.podbean.com. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars and don't forget to subscribe.